Thank you for stopping by this fantasy podcast from Third Flatiron Publishing in Boulder, Colorado. Today we're presenting the short story, Damfino Plays for Table Stakes, by Ben Solomon. Solomon was the pen name of Jeremy Pollock, who, we were saddened to hear, died recently. His passion for the tough guy world of early gangsters and P.I. flicks led to the creation of the hard-boiled detective short story series. Samples and more stories can be found at thehardboileddetective.com. Third Flatiron's honored to podcast one of Ben's last works, which appeared in the anthology Abbreviated Epics. For more from Third Flatiron, check out our website at thirdflatiron.com and subscribe to our feed. And now, here's Damfino Plays for Table Stakes, read by Bill Patterson. Damfino Plays for Table Stakes by Ben Solomon you cleaning up, your Spoken by Mr. K, also known to the boys as Albert K, or the brother-in-law, referred to in public as Mr. James Clark. In his private mirror, Albert K sizes up to be a gambler, raconteur, bon vivant, a man not to be trifled with. The boys fear him as a top enforcer and organizational hammer a potential loose cannon. The district attorney's office lists Mr. K on its toilet roll, a piece of filth in need of flushing. The three leading dailies, the Trib, Times, and American, describe him as one of the more leading social pestilences of 1929. You got him, Peter and Frank, there, Mr. K said. Adam, too, and Schwimmy. He unscrewed the chewed, soaked cigar stub from his lips and spat on the cement floor. This tastes like wet lint, squashed the butt in the ashtray. What's the name again? Damn what? Demfino. That's it. Damfino. Huh. Never heard of you. But Schwimmy says you're okay. Thanks for nothing, Schwimmy. Bet he'd like to take back that introduction. Isn't that right, Schwimmy? Happy Valentine's Day to you, too, Schwimmer thought, but never spoke. He and the rest of the boys stationed themselves in the opposite end of the garage. They put all the distance they could between them and the volatile Mr. K. So, Mr. Damfino, Mr. K said, how do you account for being so damn lucky? I don't. Oh, you don't. Mr. K took out a Robusto. Unwrapped it. He pinched it. Sniffed it. Bit the end and spat. Jammed the cigar between his teeth. Damfino said, A gambler who relies on luck is the same as a bootlegger relying on luck. Oh, is that right? No different than a soiled shirt. Digging the cleaners, you mean? That's what I mean. I like it. That's good. So tell me, Mr. Damfino. Are you claiming to make your own luck? Providence does not belong at the gaming table. You tell me you're that good? Every roll is different. So? Today is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Today will never be repeated. This day you're born, that day you die. You talk funny. Anyone ever tell you that? Damfino yawned. Well, I don't like it. Mr. K eyed the stacks of currency in front of Damfino. Both men had drawn their final card. It comes to this. Damfino yawned for a second time. I believe it's my bet. Jeez, I'm sorry if I'm boring you, Damfino. Table stakes, Mr. K? Yeah, that's right. You appear to be tapped out. Mr. K ignored the observation by lighting a cigar. I'm becoming disinterested, Damfino said. You must have something worth betting. 
Mr. K's eyes roved across the garage. Cluttered barrels and crates, racks of tools, shelves of used parts. Behind him at the far end, John May tinkered with a two-tone caddy. Mr. K gave Damfino the once-over. Jerked his head towards the auto. What do you think? Offering up Mr. May? What? No, the car. I'm talking about the caddy. Damfino fought back another yawn. I don't need cars, but Mr. May's life. That's intriguing. Mr. K leaned forward. Are you kidding me? You want me to bet his life? Against one hundred dollars. A look of astonishment screwed up Mr. K's pan. Melted quick. He burst out in laughter loud enough to distract everyone in the room. Ha <laughs> ha, this kills me. It really does. I'm talking about killing Mr. May, Damfino said. Sure you are, sure you are. Okay, I'll bite. I'll see your one hundred against Mr. May's life. It's all he's good for, just a piecemeal mechanic. What you got? Damfino's three-of-a-kind beat to pair. Mr. K's fist thumped on the table. Peter and Frank peered over a shared newspaper. Heyer and Schwimmer looked up from their ledgers. Weinshank stopped flipping his coin. Mr. May dropped a lug wrench on his hand and popped his thumb in his mouth. Give me them cards, Mr. K said. We're going to draw high-low. It's my shuffle. You want to get even, Dan, Fino said. The eternal struggle. If only you hadn't lost all your money. Look, you, you... Mr. K's neck turned pink above the starch collar. You want another life? You want to play it that way? There's plenty more. Ah, now you arouse me. Say, two-fifty for Mr. Schwimmer? Schwimmy? Mr. K raised his voice. Jeez, you could have had him for another hundred. No, let's make it two hundred and fifty dollars. It's your funeral. Cut. Damfino smiled. He wiped the tips on his fingers on the lapel of his jacket. He reached across the table and cut the deck. He displayed a six of spades, then returned the stack. Mr. K cut, hesitated, and turned over the five of hearts. Two out of three, Damfino said. Are you trying to be cute? Nobody ever gets cute with you, Mr. K. You're damn right. Make it two fifty for hire. I accept. Damfino drew the six of clubs. Mr. K drew the three of diamonds. Damn it! Damn it! The shout froze the other men as they were. Whenever Mr. K lost his temper, it was high time to become invisible. Again, Mr. K said. What will you give me for Peter and Frank? I don't wish to take advantage. How much, Damfino? If you insist. I insist, damn it. Well, since you demand it, let's say eh, 500 apiece. That's 1,000, then. 1,000 for this one hand. Agreed. The two players locked eyes. Damfino cut. A six of spades. Mr. K. The two of hearts. You're running out of lives, Damfino said. Mr. K sneered. He swallowed hard. He worked the cigar from one corner of his mouth to the other. Damfino said, All or nothing, Mr. K? Mr. K's left eye narrowed. All the cash in front of me against your life, Mr. K. And I'll kick in the lives of your little gang here. Well, you say. Yes, I do. But be warned. Nobody but nobody warns me. Get that? Not the likes of you. I get it, all right. Nobody. Mr. K scooped the cards up fast and began to shuffle. He glared at the cash across the table. He shuffled for a long time. He slapped down the deck. Cut, Mr. K said. My pleasure, Damfino said. 
A gentle, civil grin graced Amfino's lips as he halved the stack. He rolled his hand slowly to reveal the ace of spades. Mr. K almost choked on his own spit. He stabbed the cigar from his lips, laid it with care in the ashtray, and cleared his throat twice. Damfino waited patiently, his hands folded on the table. Mr. K reached for the deck, performed his cut, and flipped his hand over. He exposed the two of hearts. I'm afraid you're all dead, Damfino said. Mr. K leaned back from the table. He snatched up a cigar and lit a wooden match. The flame danced wildly. Damfino said, I've upset you. Mr. K made an ugly face as he puffed on the Robusto. Damfino said, I should be off. You're not going anywhere, Mr. K said. Oh, I'm afraid you'd take that attitude. Haven't got me any attitude, Mr. K said. I'm telling you, the money stays. I see. As far as anyone losing their life, you know who's lost that bet. I see. Mr. K leered like a lush staring at the day's first drink. My dear Mr. K, Damfino said, we have been sitting for hours. You don't mind if I stand, maybe freshen up first? Mr. K shook with laughter. Mind? <laughs> I wouldn't mind one teensy bit. Door behind you, to your left. Won't do you any good. Pigeon couldn't fit through that window. Go ahead, freshen up, by all means. Freshen the hell out of yourself. Damfino smiled politely, rose and bowed. The echoes of Mr. K's laughter faded as he closed the little door behind him. Oil and grease lined the washroom sink. Damfino rinsed his hands with care. As he bent his face towards the tap, he heard the outside garage door slam shut, followed by incoherent shouts. A muffled conversation ensued as he splashed his face with cool water. He turned over the soiled hand towel, searching for a clean spot on the cloth. He distinctly heard, Against the wall! He perceived the shuffling of feet, then silence. Damfino gingerly dabbed his face as the Tommy guns erupted. The outburst pounded through the air with explosive resonance, persisting for tens of rounds. When the volleys subsided, Damfino tilted his ear to the door. Two shotgun blasts resounded like dynamite. Several sets of feet scuffled hurriedly. The outside door slammed again. Silence. Damfino exited the washroom, casually, returned to the table through the haze of smoke. He listened momentarily to one set of labored breathing, broken by an occasional moan. Damfino collected his winnings and left. Thanks for listening to this podcast from thirdflatiron.com. Original music by Disco Volante. Sound production was by Andrew Cairns 